Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to The Drake Podcast Show with your host for this evening, Dom. This episode is proudly sponsored by Rising Lioness Apparel. For more information, visit risinglioness.com.au. Miss a show? Catch up on all the latest episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Deezer and Apple Podcasts today. Enjoy the show. You know, we've got hundreds and thousands of years of, you know, our healers, our medicine men and women, our law men and women. We've got hundreds and thousands of years of knowledge and wisdom of how to run a country successfully with very sophisticated systems and structures in place, which is why we were able to live in peace and harmony as the oldest surviving race in the world. So I would just love to encourage people. This is not just an Indigenous issue anymore. This is a human rights issue. We don't start speaking up now. And, you know, we say our children are our future. They are our asset. How are we investing in them if we're not standing in the gap speaking up for them? You know, and I watched my parents and grandparents do that to the day they died. I've seen them getting bashed by police at marches. You know, I was in my mum's belly the first protest I went to. I was born into this. I didn't have a choice but to be born into a very politically active family that continued to fight for our freedom. So everything I do, you know, I don't don't take any credit for what I do. I know that my parents, grandparents and honourable ancestors are right here with me. And before I open my mouth or my eyes, you know, I just, I pray that they use me in a way that I can have an impact on people. can be quiet daunting this is not I'm not a public speaker I don't even do lives or any I try not to put myself out there anymore because I do have family members and community members that are concerned and telling me don't do that you know you've got kids to worry about I still have to answer to child safety you know like I'm still got authorities on my back and at my place regularly weekly now because I'm a kinship carer so it's like you're putting yourself on the front line and for so long I refused to speak up out of fear just having you know child safety continue to remind you that they can legally remove that child from your care at any given time and the fact that we're still living in fear of having our children removed in this country aboriginal children are at the highest rates of removal in the world so a lot of people think that colonial history happened hundreds of years ago and it doesn't affect us now it does impact us it's still happening you know I'm a 39 year old woman and I'm the first generation of my family not to be stolen My mum and all of her mothers were removed by government authorities under Australian law that legislated that Aboriginal children with my colour skin, which we would be called half-caste, that was the only basis for removing a child because they believed that we had, you know, more of a chance to assimilate into Western culture. So we we need to let people know that the history of colonisation, the impacts of invasion are very real. Generational trauma is what a lot of us are still feeling, which is why a lot of people are too fearful to speak up because they're still stuck in that trauma. You know, like it's it's not something that I want to do, but I don't have a choice because I've got three children and two granddaughters and lots of nieces and nephews and, you know, younger ones that I care for that are looking for someone. They're looking for that person that I look, I have my parents and grandparents and mm. I look at these young ones now and it's like they don't have many people. There's not many people in, you know, Indigenous communities that are able to have a platform and that are able to speak up unapologetically without fear. So it's um, it's it's a pretty sad state of affairs that, you know, the communities here that I'm hearing from and not a lot of good feedback because I'm standing up and speaking out, challenging the status quo 
and just telling them, look, just educate yourselves, make an informed, educated decision before you choose to take the, and I'm just, I really, I have to, you have to choose your battles wisely. If that's probably one of the biggest lessons that I've learned that I can't win all the arguments and try to persuade people into thinking the way I do because they didn't Mm. have the upbringing I had. So what, what we're seeing in communities here is I think 99.9% uh, ready and waiting and rolling up their sleeve. And I don't mm. get it. All I say to them is since when has the government ever had our best interests at heart? Never, never not once never. in the 230 plus years of invasion in this country. And you're trusting them with your life and your children's lives, your family's life. The most vulnerable people in our communities are our elders and our babies. And they're the first ones that they want to back. When this, it's not a, there's no, you know, life-giving force in these vaccines. There's no immunity in these vaccines. It's a lethal injection that will change our DNA forever. And now, like, looking at the studies and, you know, the fatalities and the injuries that it's already caused, and people are still, like, I drove past on the way to work this morning, and it's every morning. They're lined up. They're still waiting to, they're still wanting to get this. And I'm like, (sighs) wake up. Like, what is it going to take? How many more lives are going to be lost before people start waking up and realising? Well, I don't know what yeah. more we can do. Like, marching no, on the no. streets and protesting and rallying, for me, it's like, man, I understand how tired my parents and grandparents were. I'm feeling that now. It's exhausting, so, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It's really yeah. exhausting. Like, what and you more? feel like it's to gone to nothing. It's just gone to nothing. No, like, there's no end result from that yet. And we're not seeing much progress. We're just seeing a bigger gap between the woke and the asleep, the government yeah. and the police. And then there's just this hatred and this spirit of murder coming out in the media, in mainstream and in a lot of other kind of cohorts and grassroots companies. And that's just creating a longer nightmare for everybody. Today, a woman actually died 40. She didn't have any underlying symptoms. She just went bye-bye Charlie because the blood she box, thought she was keeping people safe in the central coast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not saying she she had it coming. I'm not I'm not wishing death or harm even on my enemies. As a Christian, I believe in fact this is a real testing ground for me right now to be praying for for the enemies, to be praying against these demons, but also to remember that even people on assignment to do ill hushings on the other people, they can they can exit that contract if they want to. They can come on the other side. They can come to the light and they can repent. And I mean, people's interpretation of that spiritually might be different because there's a very supernatural world out there. But for me, I just think, man, if I just kept hating the government every day, I just get so worn out. I'm tired. Like I'm actually tired of talking about because there's no actual virus or pandemic in Australia right now. And you can agree to that. I reckon Wade can agree to that all the way over in New Zealand. See, I don't know how many people are actually dying from COVID. What I know is a lot of people are dying from adverse reactions from this. So maybe and we I need to change the just, conversation. Exactly. That That's my point. Let's flip the mm. script, change the narrative now. The more we focus mm. on whether it's the war on drugs or crime or um, whatever it may be, the more we focus on something, the bigger it gets. So when I talk about generational trauma, yeah, we've got, you know, two decades or two centuries of generational trauma in this country, but we've got hundreds and thousands of years of generational wisdom and knowledge and healing. So let's focus on the opposite to what, you know, the authorities want us to be focusing on. They know what they're doing. They're putting here to divide and conquer even more. So let's 
flip the script and do the exact opposite. I think that's what we've got to start doing now is, you know, when we see a lot of these international crises, as soon as I see something, whether it's 9-11 or gammon pandemics or whatever they want to do, I'm always thinking, okay, there's something else that this is hiding now. So whenever yeah. there's a huge international media headline, you know that there's something very, very deep and dark that that's distracting from. So we, you know, we've got to understand that big farmers in bed with the media, who's in bed with the government, you know, and all the big corporations. So we've got to just educate ourselves. That's the only mm. thing that we can do, take our health and education back into our own hands. And that's all I'm trying to encourage my people to do. I'm not an expert by any means. Um, you know, I'm pretty new on this book. I've only just started finding my voice and I'm just trying to encourage other people to educate yourselves because that's all we can do. You know, knowledge Absolutely. is power, but it becomes truly powerful when we can apply mm. that knowledge. And when you know better, you do better. So that's the quote that I'm living by. Knowledge is power. That's where it starts and that's where it ends. Like exactly. um, if you have that knowledge, then, you know, let's be honest here, we wouldn't be in the situation if we had the knowledge, but you know, it is what it is at the moment. We've just got to deal with, with what's in front of us. But I can say to you two, um, I've seen a lot of progress in the last 12 months after 20 years of watching this happen. You know, it may seem like we're further away and, and, and we they have put a more of a separation in at the moment. And I can see that and I can feel that. Um, but overall, there has been a major improvement over the last 12 months and there has been over the last, say, 20 years, you know. So um, we are coming together. I can see it. I can feel it. I can... Yeah. I can see the good that's in, in everything coming our way, but you know, mm. things like, and, and not to be rude um, earlier, but you know, one thing, stop using the word white, bro. Like you're human. Don't worry about your skin color. You know, that's, yeah. that's, that's not an issue. You know, I'm, I'm half and half, but you know, I'm, that's me, you know, like which, which way do I get pulled? It, it doesn't matter. That's I'm stuck it. in the middle. So um, for me, it's, learning about both my sides and it was just learning about my my background completely mm. um mm. don't ever worry about your skin color that's just one yeah. thing out the window that, that's, that's caused to divide us even more absolutely yeah. um yeah, absolutely. skin color is a huge one it's huge and mm -hmm. if we keep if we keep doing that um we're going to keep the divide happening whereas exactly. you know, like what i say to people over here when they're like oh you know but my ancestors were part of bringing down the moldies or whatever i'm like well just accept it you know, they've just got to accept it, move on and understand where we can go together from there on out. Um, exactly. We keep worrying about the past. There's nothing we can do about the past. Um, mm. It's what's done is done. We can't, we can't go back and change it. But what we can do is we can change what happens from here on out as a unified group. So we need to drop the colors. We need to drop the, you know, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this. Yeah, we all know where we all came from. That's that's the positive of, of all this as well, people learning where they actually came from. When you actually learn um, where you come from and, and who you are and unite together, that's that's more powerful than anything. And that's what mm. they don't. I got, um... I've got a Scottish and Irish grandfather as well. So we mob, we all related, connected yeah. somewhere along the line. <laughs> I'm Irish, Welsh, English and Māori, so there you go. Hey. Well, I come from the descendant. I come from the descendant of Abraham and Sarah, and and then eventually down the line of Jesus. And Jesus was a pretty black Jew. So I think we all can agree that we're definitely like Australia is just a foreign concept. 
like for all of us, we're all, we're all immigrants. Something that is really beautiful about just, you know, our topic of discussion tonight on unity, what better way to kind of continue this, this mood tonight and open up the book of Ephesians 1.10. If you have a Bible with me today, guys, I just want to read this out to you. This is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan. So I truly believe, even though the devil is a very real demon right now, trying to like wreak havoc and disunity in all of the globe, God's plans will always be seen through. I truly believe that our inheritance is coming and it's going to be better than any material or any level of success or security. There is such an eternal security coming. We're just going to have to fight the good fight a little bit longer. And I think that that's my encouragement tonight to all of you viewing and to you and the other panelists, to, to, to Yarika. You know, we, we're, we're in this together. And if there's anything that I or the church can do better at addressing this issue and addressing the gap, please speak now because I'm all ears. I, I'm, I'm teachable. Is how long have you got then, brother? Because we'll be here for <laughs> <laughs> take a seat, bro. We're gonna have a quarter at all. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Um, but no, it's um bro, all you can do is just you know accept each and every one for who they are. That's that's all you gotta do. And and that's if if you read the Bible and, and we know that you know that you're someone that, that does um love the Bible, um it's all in there. You know, it's all in there. It's it's literally in there that we all are one you know and that we together that we are more powerful than anything else and and we've just got to stick to that so we've just got to keep going as as we're going and, and shining our light as best as we can you know we don't have to always shine our light by telling everyone about what the government's doing we don't have to shine yeah. our light by always telling them about the negative stuff in the world and there's so much positive stuff going on in the world we can shine our light that way too yes you know, the things yeah. going on inside the government like it's not always about the bad shit you know, it's, it's sometimes just about filling people in on what's going good on the world, and then they probably start yeah. listening to you as well. So um, there's two different ways of doing it, and and it's just about how we go about it. That that's how it's how it's looking at the moment to me, anyway. So yeah, mm. you're mm. you're right on form there, though. I guess just for anyone out there that you know, if you're you're out there listening and and tuning in, just um, always look for the good and the bad. You know, if if something bad happens to you. Um, I guess step back, look at it at you know for a situation, and and try and find the positive in it because everything does happen for a reason. Um, and you know whether you find out that reason the minute you look at it, or an hour after looking at it, or a week after you look at it, you'll you'll find a positive in it, and you'll find out why it happened to you. Um, and also, you know, again, the race stuff, the you know the race stuff, the the blue and red, who you voted for, just drop all that stuff. Just drop everything. It's all just a systematic thing that is made to divide us. And once you just accept people for who they are, you know, we can all go forward from there and 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 play ball together. So, yeah. Cheers, bro. Keep fighting, bro. We love you. We'll, I'll be covering you in prayer and thoughts this week. And, um, yeah, I'll be keeping an ear to the ground to see uh, what we can be doing as a, as a wider movement in the future. No, we'll all get there, bro. We'll all get there, and it, it just takes a little bit of time, you know. And and okay. just like a garden, you you don't grow a you don't grow a garden overnight, bro. So keep planting them seeds, and and eventually the garden will grow. So you know, twenty years I've been watching this, and and the last twelve months that garden has really started to grow. So 
we're getting there. We're getting there. Come on. That's so good to hear. Very promising. So thank you. We can't give up, eh? We're not going to stop until, you know, we've got our freedoms back. And, um, you know, if I guess the one thing that I would like to end on is just to encourage people to dig deeper. Like, yeah, it's tiring. Um, but remember why we started. It's everything I do is for future generations, exactly why my parents and grandparents and honourable ancestors fought so hard. Um, you know, that's if, if we don't fight for them, then there's going to be nothing left for them. So we've got to keep our eyes on the prize and always um, see the bigger picture. Um, and I just wanted to share a few of the movements that have really helped along my journey. I just ordered this. Um, the Know Your Rights group, if people got on there and realised, oh, my goodness, like I knew we've got a very corrupt government, but this uncovers a lot of the, um, yeah, more corrupt everything from fines to banking to taxes to mm. spot. It's unbelievable. So I've also joined up with Serene Tefaha from Advocate Me. Um, Beautiful. The Freedom Keepers is a good website. The Cops for COVID Truth, Original Sovereign mm. Tribal Federation. There's um, Tay's Way, you know, Stevie and Tay. There's the People's Revolution. There's so much. In today's day and age, there's no excuse for ignorance. It's information overload. So if we could just encourage people yeah. just to keep learning and pay it forward, you know. Once you learn something, you can't unlearn it. So we've got an obligation to share the knowledge and that information that we do learn. So they're just a few of the um, pages that I've been able to gain more knowledge and further my um, journey. So it's about respecting where we're at on our individual mm -hmm. journeys, but individually and collectively on a global scale, it's um, the only way we're going to move forward is to unite and fight because we're all fighting, you know, for the greater good of humanity. So if we keep that in mind, I think that's definitely going to give us the endurance that we need to um yeah, keep fighting the good fight. So thank you all. Thank you both. Yarika and Wade, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you again for giving me some of your devoted time tonight to come on and talk on the panel on unity. I think there's probably 99.9% .9 of what we covered tonight we agree on, which is a miracle in and of itself. And I think the mainstream needs to start seeing outside of the box a little bit that Unity is a goal that can be achieved and we can do it together. And it starts today. Well, that brings our two-part series on Unity to a close today. Thank you so much to my panel for this evening, to Yarika Bales and Wado's Truth. You have made for a very excitable and informative episode 14. And the comments about what we discussed tonight are still coming in hot. To all the First Nations and Maori families tuning in today, Thanks for listening to the Drake Podcast show and believing in unity like we all do here. And if you're in Sydney, we acknowledge tonight that this is Gadigal land. Until next time, good night.